If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. It's the last week of October 2020 and you're tuned into The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And as the year starts to wind down, you might be amazed at just how much is still on the way. There's a bunch of shopping days on the way coming, what with Black Friday and Cyber Monday, but that's not really the one driving all these releases. Rather, it's the holiday season, with gadget makers getting in before December to give customers plenty to consider. And lately there's definitely plenty of that. This week we've seen appliances, speakers, cameras, computers and more, including the Rubik's Cube. Yep, that Rubik's Cube, you know the one. The colourful block? Well now it's an app-connected take on one of the world's most successful toys and it's launching in Australia, teaching you how to solve a Rubik's Cube without doing the dodgy and replacing stickers on each face. There's also some other entertainment gear on the way with a big flashing light powerful party speaker from Aussie maker Blue Ant coming in the $400 X5, while Huawei dabbles in larger headphones for its Freebuds range, the $500 Freebuds Studio. We suspect they won't be the only audio gadgets making landfall by December, but you can definitely expect more to help you stay in contact, whether it's over the phone using your voice or over the phone using your fingers to type. And sure, there are plenty of phones on the way out, but the action isn't just limited to the premium part of the market. At the low end, Alcatel has unveiled a device truly made for budgets with the Alcatel One SE, a three-camera phone with a big 6.22-inch screen and a low $199 price point. You're not going to find Google Pay support here, sadly, but for folks looking for a large screen and several cameras, it's nice to see the budget category seeing some action. Oppo has a couple of slightly more expensive models as well, coming for budget buyers in the A53 and A53s. Variations on a theme, they're pretty much identical, sporting large 6.5-inch screens with a fast 90Hz display, plus massive 5000 milliamp batteries and three cameras as well. The difference really is on storage, because while you'll find these at $299 and $349 shortly, the main difference is whether you want 64GB or double it at 128GB. Vivo is also joining them, a brand you might not be as familiar with, with the releases this week sporting an almost identical camera setup with another big battery in the $299 Y20S, while the $450 Vivo Y70 upgrades the hardware to something a little more premium overall. And that'll join Realme with a fast-charging $600 mid-range Realme 7 Pro, while Huawei has a new flagship of sorts on the way, the Mate 40 Pro, which will cost around $2,000 when it arrives and gets a solid camera setup in 5G, but still no... Google Play Store locally because, you know, Google and Huawei are not talking to each other because of the US government. It won't bother everyone, but Android folks who want their apps and games to work from the Play Store, well, they might be a touch fussed because that won't work here. Of course, Huawei's flagship is serious competition as well, and not just from other Android phones. There's a lot of Android phones out there, absolutely, but Apple's iPhone 12 range is also out, as the iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro rock up ahead of the 12 Pro Max and 12 Mini later in November. And we're ready with our reviews, that's what basically this episode is really all about, and after some time with both we can say they're very interesting, partly because they're all just so similar. Both the iPhone 12 and 12 Pro sport the same 6.1-inch AMOLED screen, the same Apple A14 Bionic chip, and the same support for 5G. And both of them are fast, like very fast, which is great to say the least. They both come with Apple's new design language, which is like the old iPhone 5 and yet also like the new iPad Pro. But the iPhone 12 gets a lighter aluminium frame with a glass back, which honestly feels lovely in the hand. It's one of our favorite phones to hold already. While the iPhone 12 Pro upgrades to a stainless steel frame 
the glass back. It's really a difference of lightweight and comfortable versus sturdy and still amazing, and that's kind of what you have here. Each phone feels very nice, and thanks to that flat frame, each can actually stand up on their own, handy if you're watching something. They also both come with great cameras, though the 12 Pro is clearly the winner here. With three cameras, standard, wide, and close, the 12 Pro delivers one of the nicest camera experiences you can find in a phone. The 11 Pro was already quite capable, but this one is better in just about every way, and capable of some lovely shots day and night. The standard 12 drops back to two cameras, wide and standard, and it's still good, but it's beaten by the 12 Pro because you can get closer with that one. Neither, however, wins battery life remarkably well. You can hit 24 hours if you try, though we suspect most people will end up charging nightly. Essentially, if you're hoping to buy the iPhone 12 or 12 Pro for battery life, you may want to wait around for the bigger model, the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Right now, the iPhone 12 delivers enough of the best iPhone in a model that won't break the bank too much, while the 12 Pro is right now the best you can find. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode goes live every Friday at Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. But for now, have a great week. Stay safe, stay sane, and take care. Take care.